0: You are listening to ARX Radio, a podcast about business, money, and self improvement. You must be probably working at a job right now, the one that you got from the degree that you studied for in a university. You probably don't have much in savings. Your living expenses seem ridiculously high. You feel as though you're not paid enough. You have credit card debt that needs taken care of. Maybe you are a student studying for a degree that you hope can nudge you a job, you hope that can bring in some good money, a pesky student debt hanging above your head, wealthy or getting rich that seems like a distant dream. How did they do it? Seeing all those millionaires billionaires, especially the ones who've got at such a young age. It baffles you, it makes you angry, and it feels like you're not smart enough to just unlucky. Those dreams you had of buying that mansion, your favorite sports car, paying off your mortgage, traveling around the world. They'll forever remain that way. Just dreams, nothing more, nothing less. You come to the harsh realization. It's a rigged game. It's been a rigged game from the start. And you, you're on the losing side of it. But what if I told you that you were wrong? What if there was a way of getting rich? An actual equation to wealth? The science behind the way money works? What if you didn't have to abandon those dreams of paying off your parents' mortgage or traveling around the world? Would you call me a liar for saying so? I promise that I'm not, and by the end of this content you understand there's a side to the coin that you're not being shown. I warn you, the road is tough. It's filled with struggle. It's filled with ups and downs. Swallowing, some difficult truths that the school system and society haven't told you yet. And let me be clear, there were many of you who will not make it to the end of this road. But for those of you that do at the end of this road, lies wealth beyond what you thought you could attain at the end of that road lies that freedom of never having to worry about money again. So, are you with me? Then let's not waste any more time. Number 1. The Lies You've Been Fed What do you really think about money? Is it something you work for? Is it earned or is it inherited? Is it the root cause of evil? Are you desperate to have more of it? Have you been chasing it most of your life? Truth is, most of what you think about money has been influenced by the upbringing environment. If you were born into a family that didn't have much money growing up, then you're more inclined to believe that you will not grow up to have much money. Or perhaps you went on the complete opposite end and decided to make as much money as you can so that you will never be in that position again. The fact that your school didn't teach you much about this subject, it doesn't help things. And because of this, most of you are going to have false beliefs about money to ongoing to help you on this journey. Now stick with me because we're going to have to change the way you've been seeing money your whole life. Hollywood has always had a habit of depicting the wealthy and rich as evil backstabbing, entitled, or corrupt individuals. The question is, have you bought into that stereotype? A recent report released by WealthX showed of the world's ultra-wealthy people that had a net worth of 30 million or more. 68% of them were self-made and it seems like every other study backs up this conclusion. Warren Buffett, self-made billionaire. Howard Schultz, born in poverty. Oprah Winfrey, born in poverty. Jeff Bezos, a self-made billionaire. Elon Musk, a self-made billionaire. Sarah Blakely, a self-made billionaire. Number two, what is it that these people know that you don't? The truth is, your equation is all wrong. Here's the two-dimensional equation that you've been told money. Money equals salary from a job. Past a certain point, the prospect of getting a job becomes the sole purpose of your education. So what's wrong with that? I'm going to assume that if you're here because you want to make money, a lot of it, and in a short amount of time as possible, if that is your goal and this equation for generating money will never get you hurt. We will have one precious resource, the most important resource. And once it's gone, there's no way of getting it back. That resource is time. In a standard job, the amount of money you earn is dependent on the amount of time you put into that job. If you earned $20 an hour and worked 40 hours a week, it would take you nearly 24 years to reach a total of $1,000,000. But that is without subtracting any taxes or any expenses that you will incur over 24 years. And let's not forget the inflation would make your $1 million less valuable. The reality is that on a salary of $20 an hour, you can only really be a millionaire at an old age by living frugally. And most of that precious resource known as time has slipped through your fingers. You traded all that time for money and it wasn't even a substantial amount either. So again, you ask yourself, how is it then that there are self-made millionaires and billionaires at such young ages? What makes them so different than the truth is they have a better equation than you they have a way of understanding the money that you haven't quite grasped yet number three the truth about money and wealth in a capitalist society the rules of the game are as follows you are paid in proportion to the perceived value that you have and the people that perceive your value they are the market the consumers of the economy the market is you your friends your family your neighbors your country people complain that football players are overpaid But for players to be paid millions, there has to be a market for the football industry in the first place. People have to see the value in football in the first place for them to want to spend money on matches and merchandise. And if the market is a high demand for football, guess what happens to the players who are at the top of their game? They are paid generously for it. It's not about how hard you work. The cleaner, sweating, and tiring himself out every day is paid far less than the accountant sitting behind a desk. Why? Because the market perceives the value of what the cleaner does to be fair less than the accountant. As harsh as it may be sound, the cleaner can be replaced by anybody. It isn't difficult to learn how to do his job, and therefore the market will not pay him more than the accountant. The guy who spent years studying numbers. The guy who has saved his clients thousands on their taxes. But even so, we just discussed how getting a job isn't the right equation to missing a great amount of wealth in a shorter period of time. So, then how can we increase our perceived value? What is it about people like Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos that make their perceived value? So, the first step to this equation of wealth is quite simple. Number four, money solves problems. If you take a second to digest this statement, you realize that just about all money runs from this basic premise. If it solves a problem, the money will be thrown. That's it. If it's a million dollar problem, then the solution will make you millions. If it's a billion dollar problem, then the solution will make you billions. Think about all the problems that are like Amazon solves. The hassles of going to a store, the hassle of having to wait weeks for delivery, cheaper prices, and so on, not to mention all the other companies that Amazon owns and the problems that those companies solve. Jeff Bezos helped solve it, a billion dollar problem, and it was rewarded favorably for doing so. If you've been chasing money, then you've been doing it wrong. It sounds almost paradoxical, but if you want money, it isn't money that you should be looking for. You should be looking for problems and more importantly, solutions to those problems. And once you've found that solution, make a business around it. Wait, so that's it. Just solve problems and money will appear. So I'm going to have to create the next Amazon for me to be rich or the next Facebook or Google. You've got to be kidding me, right? I don't even know how to code. I don't even have the money to start something of that scale. I don't even. Hold on, you're one small going into old patterns of thinking. Start with a problem always start with a problem. Listen to the market around you. What are people saying? They don't like it. What people saying they wish existed. What are people saying frustrates them? What do people think is incredibly inconvenient? Is that a problem that you can solve and also is it a problem that is worth solving? Number 5. A Problem Worth Solving The final step of this equation to wealth is finding a scalable solution to the problem. Your solution needs to affect the magnitude of people. Starting a restaurant, That's not scalable. You're constrained to the local area and the footfall of the area. But a franchise now that's more scalable. Is your solution a piece of software? Then that means once that software has been built, you can scale it infinitely online without needing to worry about things like production or shipping costs. As it's all done virtually, good luck finding infinite scale with a job. But be careful. Does your solution require your time to generate money? Let's say you were a yoga teacher that charged $100 per hour. Congratulations. You only made yourself another job disguised as a business. There's only a certain amount of lessons that you can feasibly do in one day. And therefore your income is time bound. But if you create an online yoga class that runs 24/7 with lessons, you only had to create once. Now that is scalable. Scaling your solution is critical here. So do not get lost on this point. Automation also plays an important role systems and processes will keep your business running like a smooth machine if implemented properly if there is something in your business that you can outsource to somebody else or hire an employee to do it for you assuming it financially makes sense for you to do so then do it tasking yourself about everything that's a bad thing as much as you may think that you're the best there's someone out there that can do a better job than you once you found a solution it's your job to make sure that the solution could be accessed by everyone in your market It's not about your ego and it's not about what you're passionate about. The market doesn't care about your passions. So now that you have your profitable business running with the right systems and processes in place, it's time to move on and reap what you sowed. Number six, the reward. There are two likely paths that you're going to face at this point. You either continue your business or cash in and sell it. This is the acquisition. The moment someone buys the solution that you spent years building a business around. This is Instagram being acquired by Facebook for 1 billion. This is PayPal being sold to eBay for 1.5 billion of which 165 million went straight to Elon Musk's pocket. And the countless other liquidation events are to happen across the world. This is where all the effort that you spent on building your company comes to fruition. And if you choose to continue running your business, well, there's a multitude of reasons for you wanting to do so. Maybe you love the company that you built or want to stick with your baby. Maybe you think you can add more value to the company and sell it down the line for more than it's currently worth. Perhaps that business runs passively in the background, so you don't have to do much to keep the wheels turning. Or maybe it's a combination of these three things. Either way, you did it, you solved a problem that the market wanted solving and it rewarded you favorably for doing so. And so now I ask you, what was it all for anyway? Number seven, your money or your life. For most of you, it was never about the money. Money is just a piece of paper, a number on a screen. Its value is only backed up by all belief in its value. From the very start, this was never about the money, paying off the mortgage, buying your dream car, traveling around the world, never having to worry about your financial situation. It's the freedom that you were looking for. Your destination wasn't anything monetary related. It was a feeling, a sensation, the ability to do what you want. Whenever you wanted, without ever having to cost a thought towards, can I afford this? Have I used up all my holidays for the year? How am I going to pay the rent? Will I be able to live off my pension? What dreams will I have to sacrifice? Because I can't afford to pursue them. The most important lesson from this content was never about the nature of money. It was about the one valuable resource that we will have. The one resource we will never be able to reclaim is time. Time is giving up a large chunk of your time towards a job that you probably don't like worth it. Is your life settled on working, coming home, watching the telly, sleeping, waking up the next day, and repeating the same cycle until you retire? How many more hours of your life do you let slip through because of this pattern? Okay, well, perhaps you'll find with that reality, perhaps you have no other choice, but to follow that path for the time being, and if that's the case, there's nothing to worry about. The most you got from this content was a little entertainment, and maybe a change in perspective, but they're all those of you that understand the other side, those of you that have the desire to never need to worry about money ever again. And so I feel the need to remind you, stop chasing money, chase problems and find a solution to those problems. This is the equation through which all money is found. If you desire liberty through never needing to worry about money ever again, then let solving problems be the meaningful struggle in your life. Doesn't mean you'll be happy at the end of the road. Does it mean you will feel fulfilled only? You can answer that question, but if your struggle is meaningful, then perhaps it's worth pursuing. Number eight, conclusion. There is your equation for wealth. Of course, I missed out on a lot of intricacies in this content, the topics of business, money, entrepreneurship, or faulty boss for me to cover in a single content like this, but if you do want to get started on this journey, I do recommend you read the works of MJ DeMarco, who heavily inspired me to create this content. And it's also important to come back to an original point that I made at the start of this, which is that most people will not succeed for various reasons. But the most important part is failing, failing fast and moving on to the next thing. And if you're out there doing something that isn't strictly related to a business, but you want it to make money, then asking yourself the question of what problems am I solving could lead you to find ways of better monetizing, whatever it is that you're doing. And that also includes a job. If you can solve more problems and find more solutions at your place of employment, you have something that you can use to leverage a higher salary. But I will end this all on the same message that I have repeated numerous times. Stop chasing money and start chasing solutions to problems.